So we, we just heard the Lord give us in that gospel text the commandment to love. So I thought I'd reflect with you this morning on what it means to love in the seminary setting. So in general, we might start by recalling um, St. Thomas's definition of love, that to love means to will good to the other, that there is some other in front of me, well, loving him means I will good, will good things to him that I love my neighbor, if I care whether he's happy, if I seek to make him happy, whereas I fail to love my neighbor if I don't even make the effort to notice whether he's happy or not. I love God when I give glory to him, that's the good I can give him, when I praise him, and I fail to love him when I just Instead, seek myself and my achievement and my doing stuff and my glory. Now, more specifically, um, our lectionary gave us, in the first reading, the focus on the stranger, the widow, and the orphan. And this, as we know, is a refrain again and again and again in the scriptures. The stranger, the widow, and the orphan. And how does this relate to us? Well, we might note, maybe oddly, that it is inconvenient to us, that the stranger, the widow, and the orphan, that, you know, we always have stuff ourselves that we need to be doing, and the outcasts, in whatever form, they, they distract us from what we need to be doing, what I've got on my agenda, my to-do list today. But the message of the scriptures is clear that this is the nature of true love, to be willing to be interrupted, so to speak, by the stranger, the widow, and the orphan, to be willing to be interrupted by the needy, the outcast. Well, shifting our focus here to the seminary, seminary life is full. It's full of stuff. There's always things to be doing. There's your house job. There's your assignment. There's the next bit of prayer on the schedule. There's lots of stuff. Well, where does love fit in that? Well, I was talking to my spiritual director um, via Zoom. And he's a priest of Opus Dei, and he, in a very Opus Dei manner, told me I need to sanctify this reality I'm in the midst of. Because I'd been asking him what I needed to be doing, how I needed to be living in the midst of this world I'm in, with the COVID restrictions, with the work I've got to do, the people I've got to see, how I've got to prioritize. When he made the very obvious point that that I need to be sanctifying it, that this, this is the reality I need to be sanctifying, making holy. This reality with its COVID restrictions that we can get impatient with, this reality with these people in front of me, this reality with these work demands I have to do. 
And how do I sanctify it? Well, first I need to do it well, simply at a natural level, that the tasks before me, I just need to execute them and execute them as if I care about them. That everything in this world is, is from the hand of the Almighty, the Creator. He made it, He cares about it, He wants it done well. That bench you're sitting on, you know, I was reflecting earlier this morning just how perfectly they've been made. That whoever made them, made them well, just at a natural level. And whatever task we're setting about, we need to care about that task. It's part of God's work. We need to do it well, simply at a natural level. But secondly, we need to, we need to lift that up higher. We need to make it something not just natural, but supernatural, to offer it to the Lord. So St. Josemaria, that I follow in many things, he had this phrase of supernaturalizing, that it's not just about doing things well at a natural level, like making the bench well, but if you've made it well at a natural level, then it becomes something worthy to be offering to the Almighty. That that task I've done, I can do it and offer it to the Almighty. And how do I do that? Well, the reason this isn't a diversion, I'm, I'm trying to connect this with the thing of love. That it's love that means I do it for Him. That I offer it for Him that I do it well at a natural level because I love Him and I care about His world and I care about the tasks He has given me. And in love, I offer it to Him. And for Him and through Him, I seek also to love those He loves, my, my neighbor, my brother here in the seminary. So I must work with love. I must study with love. And for me personally, that means, you know, I'm spending, particularly my first year with you, I'm spending a lot of my time preparing lecture notes. And it's easy to do those as just one job after another job after another job, get it done, take it off the next list. Whereas I should be doing it with love. I should be, you know, quoting St. Thomas again, willing the good, willing the good towards those I'm going to be teaching, thinking of those I'm going to be teaching, wanting what is good for them, that that should be the motive that animates everything that I'm doing, not just getting the task done, but doing it in love. And for you as seminarians, when you study, you need to be studying, seeking the good of those you're going to be called to serve, those you're in training to serve. That why are you here? Why are you studying? 
Why is your diocese paying, what is it, over 50,000 a year for you to be here? You're not here studying for your sake. You're studying for their sake. You're studying so that you might have something to say to them. And when you play, when you rest, when you recreate yourself in whatever form, again, this needs to be something you're doing for them. That they need priests who are balanced, they need priests who are normal, they need priests who've had a good night's sleep so that they're awake to serve them. They need you to rest, to recreate yourself, and you should be doing that for them, in love for them that you're called to serve. And when you suffer, and you know, all the little grumblings we have to be impatient with in this COVID season, they give us added things to offer up, to offer up already thinking again of those you're going to be called to serve, to call down in advance spiritual fruits on those that one day you will have before you physically. And finally, when you pray, pray seeking the good of those you're training to serve. So to sum that up, there's lots of stuff in seminary life. Always stuff to be doing, but it needs to be stuff done in love, stuff animated by love, stuff that is changed even at its natural level by the fact it's done with love, and because it's done with love is something that we offer and give to God and through him to our neighbor. And lastly, back to our first reading and the outcast, the stranger, the widow, and the orphan. The outcast are always with us. In the parish, they're always with us. And I'd suggest to you that in the seminary, you need to be training yourself to see the outcast, to see here among you, who is it that today, this week, who is it that's lonely? Who is it that doesn't fit in? Who is it that is the stranger, the widow, and the orphan among us? That we need to habituate ourselves amidst our busy stuff to be seeing the outcast. Because when you're a pastor, there'll be lots of busy stuff too. And if you've not got used to looking to see the outcast, we can glance past them in the parish just as we can glance past them in the seminary. So to sum that up, what does it mean to love here in the seminary? Well, I'd suggest that for most of us, it's less about changing what we do and more about changing why we're doing it.